Welcome to Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols, the podcast that offers real tools and real conversations to help you feel good about teaching and yourself again. As a teacher who has spent more than two decades in the classroom, I get it. I know you have a lot to do, so if you need help right now, book a free consult call at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T dot com. Now, let's get to the show. You are listening to episode 103 of Teacher Talk with Chrissy Nichols, and today we are going to talk about how to ground in and out of the classroom. Welcome back. I'm so glad you're here. In today's podcast, I want to focus and share some of the intuitive practices that have not only helped me at school, but in my life as well. For many of us, the end of the year means transition. And I find as I transition from the hectic go, go, go of the school year into a very different kind of summer schedule, I can feel depleted, frazzled. At the very minimum, I can feel quite off, off of my game, quite forgetful. So this is when I turn to Francesca McCartney's work on intuition. I found Francesca McCartney when I was teaching in San Francisco at an independent school, and I highly recommend McCartney's book called Body of Health. And the grounding practice I'm about to share today comes from this book. It's a fabulous book with exercises and prompts to help you improve your own intuition. And again, I'm going to share some visualizations that I use to ground myself. But first of all, what is grounding and how is it beneficial? How and why do we use it? We often talk about calm people or people that we admire who feel very in touch with themselves as grounded. But what does that mean? In simple terms, grounding is another word for using gravity. We are attracted to the earth, and the earth is attracted to us. In electrical terms, a grounded circuit serves as a release valve for excess electricity and energy. So I want you to think of grounding like an intuitive surge protector, especially at school. For me, a strong grounding connection provides a stable base from which I can feel safe and centered and aware and clear in the classroom. I feel like I can do my job, make quick decisions, trust myself, have my own back, whether I'm in a tough meeting with parents or with colleagues. It helps me keep my center. And I know I'm grounded when my inner voice feels accessible. Again, when my decisions feel clear and when I really have my own back. In essence, When I'm grounded, I belong to myself. And if you want to hear more about what that means to belong to yourself, I just did a podcast episode 102 on how to belong to yourself. I also know when I'm not grounded, I tend to lose things. I'm quite forgetful. I misplace my keys. 
I feel generally pretty frazzled. I bump my head on the kitchen cabinet that I've left open. And for many of us, this is normal. Our grounding is inconsistent. Some activities, or yes, even some people, can enhance grounding and some activities, and some people can throw us off our grounding. For me, my grounding feels strong and enhanced when I'm doing yoga or spending time in nature, when I'm powder skiing, when I'm with my dog or petting my dog, when I'm in water, when I'm in quiet time, basically when I'm dropping into wordlessness. So how do you know when you're grounded? And this can be different for everyone. And how does one ground oneself anyway? Before I enter a stressful school meeting or a boisterous classroom situation, it's as easy as taking a deep breath. I close my eyes if I can, and I visualize my body as a redwood tree rooting me into the earth. It takes a moment, but it feels so good. So you know on this podcast, I'm all about concrete tools. And so I want to do a quick exercise that you can use anytime you want in and out of school. You can also use this exercise as a brain break with students. They love it. I found that elementary school students especially love this. And done consistently, I mean, even your older high school students or college students will love this because done consistently, it can really change the atmosphere of your classroom, particularly for sensitive students. So here is the exercise. Step one, close your eyes. And if you can, take three deep breaths. Step two is to root your feet on the ground and imagine the centers of your feet, your foot chakras, like pinwheels or lenses in a camera, and they're just opening wide open. Step three is to greet yourself. Greet your inner knowing self. And step four, recall a place that you know in nature that makes you feel calm and relaxed. This could be a mountain, a path that you love, a river, a place near a stream, a field of wildflowers, a waterfall. Be in that place and hold that image for one minute. Now from that nature sanctuary, feel the force of gravity anchoring you into the earth. Sense the pressure that gravity applies in this nature memory. And feel that whole body gravitational pull down to the center of the earth. Step six is to truly ground into the earth. I want you to use any of the following images to feel the connection of your whole body rooted to the center of the earth. Trust the first image 
that resonates with you, that feels like it's attached to your body and moving to the center of the earth. Here are some images to play with. A redwood tree and your feet are the roots going down, down, down into the earth. A mountain, a ship's anchor, a beam of light connecting your hips and body to the center of the earth like a tractor beam, a waterfall, a cascade of diamonds, an electrical cord plugged into a socket at the center of the earth, Niagara Falls, a brilliant rainbow, two connecting magnets, you are one and the earth is the other. As you hold onto this grounding image, starting at your head, scan for any blocked or cloudy energy and gently move it down, down, down through your grounding symbol into the center of the earth. Do this from the top of your head all the way down to your feet until all the blocked energy feels washed to the center of the earth. And once you feel that excess energy, that blocked energy, almost like the surge protector into your grounded symbol, you are grounded. Now an elementary school client that I know does this with her class and the difference in behavior is amazing. She reports that her students have better focus for the next task, less anxiety and more self-reliance. She often has them illustrate their grounding symbol and she puts it up all along the border of her classroom for the entire year so that students can be inspired by other grounding images and illustrations and drawings or use the same one that they have chosen in August. Remember, all of this amazing work comes from Francesca McCartney. I stand on the shoulder of her giantness and her book is called Body of Health, The New Science of Intuition Medicine for Energy and Balance. I highly recommend that you check it out. I want you to try these grounding images and try this grounding exercise and tell me how it goes and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode, teacher friends. If this podcast speaks to you, please share it. Share Teacher Talk with one teacher or administrator or educator in your life. To continue the conversation and have life-changing tools and resources sent directly to your inbox, join my weekly newsletter, Teacher Talk, at www.thechrissyconcept.com. That's the C-H-R-I-S-S-Y-C-O-N-C-E-P-T dot com. There, you can also book a consult with me. That's a one-on-one conversation to see if coaching might be just what you're looking for. Sometimes one call is all it takes. Have a great day in and out of the classroom, my friends. We'll see you next time.